Hello everyone, this is Aaron Fascentine with VideoSurfama.com. I want to welcome all of you to a tribute to the Waltons, a special look back at the television series featuring interviews with cast members of the Waltons television TV series. The Walton family, consisting of John and Olivia, their seven children, and John's parents, Zeb and Esther Walton, struggled to make a decent life during the Great Depression and World War II. The Waltons won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Drama Series in 1973. Also in 1973, Richard Thomas, who played John Boy on the show, won the Emmy Award for Lead Actor in a Drama Series. Michael Leonard, who played Olivia Walton, won the Emmy for Lead Actress in a Drama Series three times in 1973, 1974, and even in 1976. Today we'll be hearing directly from Michael Leonard. She played Olivia Walton from seasons 1 through 8, and of course came back to her spiral role in the several Walton reunion movies that aired on television. These movies have now since been released on DVD as of January 2010. A bit of trivia, of course, and that those that enjoy the series might find interesting is that the town of Walton's Mountain was actually built in the back area of the Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, but the mountain itself was a part of the range opposite Warner Brothers in Burbank. There was no attempt to camouflage the fact that it was a Pacific Coast mountain rather than a Virginia mountain. But the Walton's house is actually still used as scenery at the Warner Brothers lot, and it can be even actually seen as a dragonfly in on the television series The Gilmore Girls. And here is our interview recorded featuring Miss Michael Leonard. Hello, Miss Leonard. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. Good. Very good. Great. I'm very glad to hear that. Let's explain how your acting career started out from the beginning, if at all possible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you um, well, I started uh, by going when I was 12 years old. My family was living in a small village, and I started off by going to a boarding school in England, uh, which was primarily an arts educational school. So um, in the morning we had dance and drama, and in the afternoon we had school studies. So that's basically how I started out, was uh, studying drama in England when very, I was 12 years old. That's very, very interesting. Now I know that it's uh, that you're very known and loved for portraying Olivia Walton on the Walton's TV series, and if uh, you don't mind explaining a little about about the circumstance uh, surrounding you getting the role of the part. Well, it was uh, my agent who was uh, my then agent who was David Graham mm -hmm. uh, kept calling me. I was I was doing theater in San Francisco at the American Conservatory Theater, mm -hmm. and was very happy there. However, I was going through a divorce from my father of my children, mm -hmm. and um, I wasn't sure I was going to be uh, asked back into the company, even though I'd had a wonderfully successful year there, right. um, but because of the divorce and everything, I wasn't sure what my future would hold, mm -hmm. so I had three kids to support, and um, I came down to L.A. just to get to know the freeways, basically, mm. um, because I would, I would always get lost. And then I would arrive at an audition just shaking and upset and everything. So I thought, well, I'm going to get down there and I'll just drive around and learn my way around so that if and when an audition comes up, I won't be so, uh, you know, frazzled when I get to the audition. So that's what I did. And I mm -hmm. stayed in a, in a little motel for $12 a night. My goodness. And uh, it was pretty scary. Yeah, oh boy. The manager of the motel was a woman named Mary. Uh -huh. And I would come home from an audition and she'd be 
tied up in the manager's office. Oh, boy. Oh, I was mugged again. Oh, and, no. Um, Awful. You know, and I'd untire, and we'd sit and talk. And she'd say, how did your audition go? And it, it, she was a sweetheart. I'll never forget her. Anyway, um, my agent had been trying for a long time to get me to come down and audition for this part of a farm woman on the Waltons. And mm-hmm. he kept telling me, for some show called the Waltons, and he kept telling me that... Um, you know, they were looking for a woman in her 40s with long red hair, and I said, I'm 30 and I have short blonde hair, and he said, but it's a part Patricia Neal played, and I said, but we're not even remotely alike. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think basically I was resisting television because I loved the theater, mm-hmm. and also I was frightened of Hollywood. Right. Uh, but when I got here to learn the freeways, the part was still open, and he just said, if you don't go and see about this, Oh boy. <laughs> so I did, and I met with all these producers, and they didn't ask me to audition or read, but they said, would you be willing to do a screen test? And I said, sure. And um, all I remember of the screen test was because I was in a very emotionally fragile state at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, all I remember is um, somebody stuck a hat, that bowl hat, on my head. Mm-hmm and um, shoved me onto a sound stage, and there was a man named Ralph and a man named Richard, and um, Richard was playing my son, and Ralph was playing my husband, and some director was giving me all these directions that I didn't even understand, and we did the uh, screen test, and I left there with my tail between my legs, sure that I'd been a total idiot of myself. And four days later, my agent called and said, hey, you can have the part. My life was transformed forever. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, actually, my kids were, I was living in this crummy little motel, and my kids were in San Francisco in, uh, you know, where we had been living. And my, right. So my husband was with them, and I was sort of commuting on weekends at mm-hmm. first because we didn't know if the show was going to go or not, and I didn't yeah. want to uproot the kids and bring them to Los Angeles. Um, until we knew for sure that the show was going to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, none of us thought it was going to be the, the hit that it was. Right. So, and it's, uh, it's, it's great that it was. It was a huge surprise, yeah. Yeah. Well, what was it like, you know, working with uh, Ralph Waite and, you know, some of the other main cast members on the show? Well, the only thing I can tell you is that um, Ralph and I have a perfect marriage. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't sleep together, Great. and um, we don't live together, but we love each other deeply, and uh, I still am in touch with all of the kids, Great. and, uh, you know, we're like a second family, really. That's great. I, I know I, I um, for what I do with the, with my website and everything, we uh, like to promote a lot of good family movies, and especially shows like The Walton, so I have been in the process. I know I'm announcing on the website soon, but I'm in the process of uh, contacting you know, a lot of you cast members and bring them on the website so we can have a nice, you know, place for people to come to, you know, hear well, stories nice. and everything about you guys. So. All yeah, right. Well, um, we're, we're very close, and I'm sure if you talk to any of the kids, you'll, you'll get that time from them. Yeah, I'm, I know that I will. Interesting stories about maybe you, anything interesting that you might not mind sharing about the Waltons in general, I guess. Well, I'll just give you a few little things. Okay. One was the pouring coffee. I remember running up to a girl and saying, you know, I'm so tired of pouring coffee. 
I have to be in every scene, and I don't do anything except say, more coffee, John. <laughs> more coffee, John boy. More coffee, Grandma. More coffee, Grandpa. So for the, ne the next season, they never had me pour coffee. Wow. They always had somebody else pour the coffee, <laughs> which was so sweet of them. Except Ralph re refused to pour coffee. He said John Walton would never pour his own coffee. Really? <laughs> I, I bet you would appreciate it finally not having to mess with around yeah. with the coffee, right? <laughs> it's, it's, I said, you know, you've got it for 12, to sit around for 12 hours to just say more coffee, John, was just killing me. Uh -huh. so I said, you got to give me something a little more interesting. At least give me a point of view or something. I don't have to have a line, but just give me a point of view so that I'm not just there. And they said, but you have to be in the scenes. People want you to be in there. And I said, mm -hmm. give me Uh, I'm sure you guys have thought, you know, how many times have you opened uh, the door to the set of the Waltons, you know, back and forth, going in and out of the house, you know, so many times, you know, I'm sure you think about that as well. Well, some of that was very comforting, though. I mean, at time when we were shooting in the studio, mm -hmm. um, I can remember once sitting in the uh, living room set, and I was knitting, mm -hmm. and, um, and the fire was going in the fireplace because that was going to be where the next scene was going to shoot. Right. And they were shooting a scene in Grandma and Grandpa's room, which was right next to the living room set. Mm -hmm. And I could hear their voices, and I was sitting alone in the living room with the fire going, doing my, my Olivia knitting. Actually, it was a prop, and I was mm -hmm. just knitting. Mm -hmm. And I felt, oh, God, I wish my own life was this peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was actually very nice. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you sit back and watch some of the shows today. You can you can realize how peaceful it was then. You know. Yeah, yeah. My life is busier today than it ever was when I was younger. And yeah. Three small children, and I think it's all this techno stuff. You know, right. We've got emails Absolutely. and computers and iPhones, mm -hmm. and iPods, and all this stuff that is supposed to make our life easier, but it's just really one more thing we have to. With, That's know? right. Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, especially, you know, when it comes down to having to call the uh, technical support and find out that, you know, they don't even know what they're doing sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, so, actually, it, I mean, it is in some ways wonderful, but in yeah. other ways, it's, uh, it just adds to the... I, I thought, how did I have more time when I had five... I had my own three sons living with me and mm -hmm. two other boys that were friends of my kids mm -hmm. and were living with us because of various reasons. And, uh, so I essentially had five kids living at home, and uh, I was working, and I still seem to have time to listen to music and write letters. And, Very you know, good. Anyway, Very good. Life has changed, but I think that's part of the appeal of the Waltons, don't you, is that oh, yes. it takes us back to a simpler, simpler time when, when life was difficult and people worked hard, but, right. but it wasn't the, the, the uh, stress that we have today with traffic. Right. That's so very true. Now, um, I know as you look back on the show, I know as, you know, we spoke a, a few moments ago about that, you know, it is obvious that the show has become very popular in the past few years. And, you know, I know that in Virginia there's a museum that's dedicated to the show. And I'm sure you're pleased with that. And I was wondering, um, of course, I, I believe it, that that opened, I think, in the early 1990s. And I was wondering if you can recall um, some of that and, you know, 
what was you know running through your mind when you found out you know that there was going to be a museum that was going to be dedicated to the, to the show? Um, you know what? I I went down there actually to donate um, an Emmy, one of my Emmys, to the museum, which I know mm -hmm. since then I think they had some problems and they gave me the Emmy back. Oh. But um, which is good because I can leave one to each of my kids and yeah. one to my husband when I go. But um, mm -hmm. I. I was touched. I was very touched that the show had had such an impact on people because it was jammed with people. I was shocked how many people showed up. And, um, and today I'm deeply touched when people come up to me and say, you know, I watched the show when I was a kid and now I'm watching it with my children. And, mm -hmm. um, it's very humbling. Yeah. I, I think so, and and uh, another thing too, I was I was going to mention. I know that the show, you know, obviously had a lot of you know really good family morals and you know good character traits and different things that will be taught through you now so many of the episodes, and you know obviously um, because of that, you know there was a very strong faith in the Lord and and everything that was prevalent. And I don't mind um, if it's if it's possible if this actually even would translate in your own life personally at all. Well, I have a very, I, I am not a religious person, mm -hmm. but I have a very strong uh, belief in prayer. Good. And that if you're in line with God, your life works, even if it doesn't work the way you think it should. Because in retrospect, I've discovered that the worst things that have ever happened to me in my life have always turned out to be the best things in the world that have happened to me. But of course, always in retrospect. <laughs> Mm -hmm. When you're going through it, you don't think it's so cool. But right. when you're on the other side of it, you realize ultimately it was a learning curve, and mm -hmm. you come out of it stronger for it. You know? And I've been... It, I, I, I try to live my life in gratitude. Mm -hmm. I don't always succeed, but I try. And uh, when I'm in gratitude, my life is perfect. Right. I, I do understand. Now, um... How do you uh, feel? I know later on, after uh, the Walton sets finished and everything, you ended up being uh, part of uh, the Cold Case television series. I, I know. I think it was one episode or something like that. It was just one Cold one Case where I played this beastly grandmother. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I, I was going to ask you about that. Um, how did you um, feel? You know, I know since you have been known as uh, being a part of the Waltons for so long, how did you uh, feel going into a role on television that was like that, you know? Um, very different to what you what you have been portraying before as Olivia Walton. Well, you have to understand I'm an actress. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I it was a, 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 a role. I'm not like that person. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a part. That was fun to play, actually. Mm -hmm. it's, it's fun sometimes to play somebody really beastly and nasty and horrible. Right. Right. Um, I can't live my life, you know. I am not Olivia Walton. Of course. I actually four-letter words a lot of the time. I have to be careful because I'm not allowed to swear in front of my grandchildren. <laughs> but most of the fans who know me personally know that I'm far from perfect. Right. And they, they tolerate it because I'm basically a decent soul. Right, right. But, um, you know, I, I, I find sometimes those are the more interesting roles to mm -hmm. play. And uh, not that I want to spend the rest of my life playing horrible people. But, right. Um, Unfortunately, in this country, uh, once you've reached a certain age, you're no longer considered that interesting. Whereas in Europe and in England, for instance, they still write interesting parts for sort of eccentric old women. And, you know, the, the 
mm-hmm. sort of interesting. Right, Whereas right. in this country, you're either a good person or a bad person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, have you noticed on all the sitcoms and stuff, most of the women in my age category are, are nasty mother-in-laws or nasty mothers or, you know, they're not really very nice people. Yeah, and I, I've I've noticed some of that, and it's and I, I think it's a, it's a shame too that that um, that they're portraying. But you know, obviously, then in a sense, you know, they need to uh, to keep the rating sign. They need to do what they need to do. But um, I, and I do kind of understand that. So well, I just wish they could write character roles for women that are interesting. Yes, you know, they they feel that, and this is partly why I left the show. Mm-hmm. A nice woman is not interesting. Mm-hmm. A nice woman doesn't have anything interesting to say or do mm-hmm. and I think that's a shame because there are a lot of nice women who are very interesting women right right you know, right who are quirky and have little funny little mannerisms or mm-hmm. who do interesting things in life but they're mm-hmm. still nice right but, but they're not dull right. so my feeling is mostly in television you're either nice and dull or you're bad and interesting right absolutely yes it does and I, I guess I'm I'm wondering too, uh, as far as when you had left the show and everything, did you end up having any kind of say when it came down to, they said you know that you were going to go to the sanatorium and and all of that stuff? Did you have any say in the script with part of that, or was that their decision? That was their decision. Okay. Um, they wanted to keep me alive. Mm-hmm. You know, um, basically that's the uh, that's the hardest part about doing a series of mm-hmm. any kind is that you're always a mercy in the next script. You right. really don't have that much uh, control over, you know, if they suddenly decide they want to write a nude scene or something, mm-hmm. you're you're pretty much committed to do it. Mm-hmm. So, luckily, I never had to deal with it. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know what I would do if, if suddenly they wrote a script where I had to do something that was against my, my nature. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It would be a problem. Right. But they were pretty good on the Waltons, and they did let us... Um, ideas and stuff. Probably most of them were tearing their hair out, but, <laughs> but they did let us. And um, I don't, I don't think it's the same now. I think pretty much people go in and read the script and do what what the script says, and nobody talks about it much. Right. And when I did Scrubs, it was that way, and mm-hmm. when I did, uh, and I had a lovely time doing Scrubs. That's and great. It was a lot of fun. And um, I just finished doing a cold case. And completely understand you know I can I can see that it does and I, I always believe you know when you bring you know people together to you know come over things you know it works a, a lot better too you know when you hear you know ideas and a lot of creative counsel from people so that's I that's, think so I that's mean true. we used to get upset because my house is always so neat I said you don't my house isn't as neat when you have seven kids living in it you know let's have some toys lying around the yard and you know let's let's make it a little more sloppy and have, have Let's have Olivia get upset with the children once in a while. 
Right. Um, I don't think you like perfect people, really, to tell you the truth. We're all sinners, really. Mm-hmm, and true. we all try to do the best we can. That's right. That's right. I mean, how many mothers have never shouted at their kids? Ever? Probably um, not any. <laughs> Maybe only on television. Maybe only on television sometimes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I uh, just have a few uh, final quick questions, and then uh, I'll be closing it for today. Okay. But um, I was also wondering if you uh, wouldn't mind mentioning one is the uh, one of the most exciting achievements, possibly an award that you've probably received in your career thus far. Well, I, I think the first Emmy because it, it, I, I absolutely did not expect it. In fact, when they called my name, they mispronounced it, and I didn't mm-hmm. know it was me. And then the only. I remember my son, uh, my son was my date uh. that night, and I remember looking at him, and he was looking at me, and we both were sort of going, huh? <laughs> and and th- then we, I, I saw us both kind of realize at the same time, and it was like, oh my. And um, it, it, it was really thrilling. But the most thrilling part was calling home to my kids who were watching it at home. Mm-hmm. And to call home, I, that's the first thing I did was call home. And they were just jumping up all over the place. Right. And, uh, and the other one was Nurse. Mm-hmm. Winning the Emmy for Nurse was very nice because the show had just been canceled and um, I didn't expect that either. So that was right. Right. Yeah, and, and really, you did deserve it. You, you you put a lot of hard work in all those shows and you really did, believe me. So. We did work hard. Oh, yes. Anybody who does an hour show really works hard. Yes. Your whole life for a while. Yes. Now, um, I have uh, two last uh, final questions, and uh, one kind of referencing back to the Waltons. I know um, the ratings were very high when you guys did the Waltons Easter a few years ago, and I'm kind of wondering, is there going to be a chance at all sometime in the future for another Waltons reunion movie, or do you have anything you can say about that? Uh, I don't think there's a chance, because I don't think um, CBS is that interested in the show. Mm-hmm. Um also, because I think at the end of the show, you know, it was—it really wasn't the same after Richard left. Which right. Partly because the kids were grown, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't the same time. It wasn't the depression. It, it changed, and mm-hmm. uh, I think all of us are ready to move on too. And mm-hmm. I think we look back on it with great affection and mm-hmm. and appreciation and gratitude. Um, but but it's time to move on. Oh and, yes. Uh, I hope people, I hope a new generation will watch the old show and, uh, and, and put, put today to rest. Yes, <laughs> yes. That makes any sense. Yes. And, uh, lastly, I'm going to mention, I know, uh, obviously for, for so many years and still, you know, you've been very active in, uh, theater and different things. And I was wondering if you, uh, would mention what's going on with you right now. I believe that, are you in a theater production currently? Then? I, uh, I just finished doing Steel Magnolias. Okay. And I'm going to Canada to do it again in March. And then I'm going to Canada again in June to do uh, Driving Miss Daisy in Sarnia, Ontario. And I hope people will come. It's near Detroit. Okay. I hope people will come to see it. I love that play. Good. There was a movie made um, a long time ago with, um, I'm suddenly blanking on her name. Um, Never mind. Um. It's, it's about a woman and her her black... It takes place during... It's a relationship between a woman and her chauffeur. Okay. Uh, over 20 years, and it takes... It starts before the civil rights movement. Interesting. It goes up through the civil rights movement.
you'll see it. Yeah, I will. You'll find it. I just can't. I'm having a senior moment, and I the, I can see her face, but I suddenly can't see. But the play is actually, I think, better than the movie, and I've done it several times, and I'm really looking forward to doing it again. Great. Well, that's all the questions I have for now, and I really appreciate your time today and stories and things that you've been able to share. Thank you. It's been fun talking to you. All right. Thank you, Miss okay. Leonard. Take, take care. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, 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 I know many people when listening to you.